What's the Wi-Fi password on your Olaf video? It's on, it's on your on your laptop. No, it's written on the laptop it's somewhere. Hello Kitty. No, I think that's the on the left. It's a Hello Love. Hello Love. Okay. Hello Love. And I'm about to click rec it's already recording, but I'm about to click it. Recording. All right, so we are live, and welcome to LeBeau's Lessons. <laughs> Boom. All right, so LeBeau's Lessons, guys. Today we're going to talk about some important questions that we need to ask ourselves as leaders and CEOs. So, um, Muhammad, you, if he doesn't know what questions I'm going to ask, you're going to be surprised all over again. Today, uh, we're talking about questions because uh, Muhammad and I were talking, and he was telling me about a book that he read of 101 questions. I believe it was 101 questions before you get engaged or before you get married. And I was like, wait, who's this guy? Because I felt like I own the 101 question space, and I don't, but... It's just so unique because 101 questions is my thing. And so I never heard of this guy, but Mohammed was going on and on about how much he respected that, not even realizing I'm the princess of questions. And so, <laughs> and so today uh, I'm going to share some questions. Now, I have, I have a ton of questions for a lot of different things, questions about purpose discovery, questions about um, love and relationships, questions about life, all thought-provoking questions in order to get people asking themselves the things that really matter most and really learning who they truly are and what they truly believe. Um, so today, I'm going to give you some questions. And some of these questions I got inspired from other people. Some of them are kind of mixed with my own. But... These are 12 questions CEOs should ask themselves every day. Mm. 12 questions CEOs should ask, <laughs> should ask themselves daily. So yes. these are everyday questions. Now, we're used to examining, me and Muhammad are, we're used to examining ourselves like every six months or whatever, right? Asking ourselves those very poignant questions. Where am I going? Who am I becoming? Blah, blah, blah. But these are questions that you can meditate on every day. And I encourage you, if you're a CEO or a leader of some sort, that you should memorize these questions, get them inside of you, and you should ask yourself these questions, especially if you're a leader. What do you think, Mohammed? Yeah, I agree. And mm -hmm. not only the, just like you were saying, whether it's the six months or the three months, uh, reviews or personal reviews are important. It's also important to have these daily reminders and daily <laughs> daily mind shakers so that you can stay on track mm -hmm. 100%. Yeah. Okay, so while we're getting into that, uh, here is a little bit about LeBeau's lessons. And uh, we're still working on the official int uh, intro. I'm waiting for my voice actor to get back to me. He knows who he is. So I'm waiting. Um, is, he is he listening? <coughs> He's probably listening. <laughs> I'm going to send him this so he can <laughs> listen. <laughs> LeBeau's Lessons is a virtual platform which seeks to provide leadership training and education for new and aspiring leaders. We do this by providing a consistent free leadership podcast, weekly mentoring meetings with our staff, and online courses. Every Thursday, well, now Tuesday, we meet at 12 noon Central Standard Time, to promote self-awareness by providing stories and leadership coaching on this show to raise emotional intelligence of our listeners. And you can support us by liking, subscribing, and sharing. I'm LeBeau, and this is Muhammad. We're from LeBeau LLC. Uh, <laughs> 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 
click you. <laughs> We're from Laval LLC and a marketing agency in Dallas, Fort Worth. Dallas, you see behind us right here. It's a gloomy day today, but um, yeah, it's, it's pretty smoggy looking out there today. It's a really nice view. Yeah, but it's still a great view. So <coughs> let's get started with that. So uh, before we get started with that, Mohammed, go ahead and tell us about our Social Amethyst sponsor. Yes, so Social Amethyst is a social media service, social media company, and what they really, really help you with, it's really help you creating marketing systems mm -hmm. so that you can have your social media running on autopilot and then you can get your time and freedom back so that you can focus on your business. So Social Amethyst really helps you stay omnipresent on social media with I less effort. So if Ooh, you have say that again. Stay omnipresent stay with less effort. Less effort. Social, social media amethyst, socialamethyst.com uh -huh. helps you stay omnipresent yeah. on social media. Mm-hmm with less effort with less effort i love that okay perfect so if you have if you would like to get your social media handled with less effort social media amethyst socialamethyst.com socialamethyst.com okay perfect all right so you love questions mohammed tell tell us why you love questions Bec i mean mostly because that's thinking mm-hmm uh I believe... To explain to them what you mean when you say that's <laughs> thinking. Because you explained this to me before, and I like your explanation. Yeah, I actually learned... Um, I believe I heard that somewhere before. Mm -hmm. But I remember the day I heard it again, and it mm -hmm. was... it was. Uh, I think I was... Uh, I was actually attending a challenge, funny enough. Mm -hmm. uh, it was a video, I don't remember for sure, or a webinar. And it was Tony Robbins saying that and it was about the definition of thinking. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people were, he asked actually, what do you guys think thinking is? And everybody started blowing away answers. And then he said, thinking is asking yourself questions. And he was like, think about it. And then I was <laughs> sitting down, mm -hmm. looking at the video. And then in my mind, I was like, what is thinking? Mm -hmm. And then I caught myself asking myself the question. And I was like, it kind of makes sense because a lot of times when you think you're trying to figure out something or you're trying to understand something or you're asking yourself something, but it's always around that interrogation, right? Mm -hmm. So that's the first reason why I do like questions because it's, it's thinking, really. And the harder thing is... Mm -hmm. I would say I think it's really how you how you figure out things mm -hmm. and not only asking questions but asking the right questions because mm -hmm. sometimes you don't want to be asking yourself the wrong questions mm -hmm. that will turn you into a negative person. I heard someone once say the right answers will not appear until you ask yourself the right questions, right? So today we're going to ask some right questions, okay? All right, so let's get started with that. 12 questions CEOs should ask themselves daily or must ask themselves daily if they are serious about leadership. Now, it, you might be saying to yourself, I'm not a CEO. I was about to say, I'm not a CEO. Yeah, do but... I, do I, does that apply to me? It applies to you because you are a leader in your realm of influence. Mm. So wherever it is that you lead or where you have influence, you have the obligation to ask yourself the questions necessary to become the person you need to become so that you can live an impactful and purposeful life, okay? All right, so number one. You ready to take some notes, Mohammed? Mm -hmm. Okay. Number one, who are you meeting with today? Who am I meeting with today? Yes, CEO in training. Who are you meeting with today? Why is that? 
I'm asking that question because we all know that who we hang around with are, is either taking us closer to our goal or farther away, mm -hmm. right? The people that you're meeting with today, are they making you better? Are they making you better? Do they take you away from your goals? Okay. Mm -hmm. Ask yourself, is this a pointless meeting? Is there no point? I run away from pointless meetings, always. If there's no point, I love Dr. T, our, our friend and associate. He always, if you say, oh, Dr. T, I want to meet with you, blah, blah, blah. He says, okay, uh, well, what's, what is the purpose of this meeting? <laughs> he's going to make sure. So I am, he's trained me that, and I love this, and I want other people to do it to me. Yeah. He's trained me to, if I say, if I fix my mouth to say I want to meet with him, I already am telling him what it's right. about, right? And when you deal with people who are, you know, high power, they're purposeful, they're impactful, yeah. you have to understand that they have to make serious decisions about where they spend their time every day. Mm -hmm. There is this Warren Buffett quote mm -hmm. where it says, uh, I'll paraphrase, of course, but mm -hmm. it, it goes something like, the biggest difference between and pay attention to what I'm about to say. Mm. The biggest difference between successful people mm -hmm. and really successful people. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about the difference between the poor and the rich, yeah. the successful and the non-successful. Mm -hmm. Everybody is already successful here, right? Mm -hmm. So the difference between the successful people and the really successful people, mm -hmm. I see you <laughs> getting ready, I like that. And the really successful people uh -huh. is that the really successful people say no to almost everything. Muhammad is testifying right now. Because I'm telling you, that's the truth. That is the truth. Yeah. They say no to almost everything. Almost everything. And why? Why is that? Um, to your point, they, I think, because the very first thing I think about, they, they want to protect their time, mm -hmm. and they want to protect their space, and they want to protect themselves from, because, you know, it's funny, when you get to that level, you have a lot of experience, right? So, you've already been through the burn meetings, <laughs> people wasting your time, mm -hmm. all of that stuff, so not yeah. only you don't want that to happen again, right? but you want to use your time in the most effective way. So if it doesn't make sense, it doesn't make sense. Well, unfortunately, a lot of family and friends will not understand that. Um, it's something that you don't really understand until you're in that position and you're doing impactful things and then you see why your so-and-so can't always turn you down when you want to uh, hang out or whatever because mm -hmm. they don't have time to do that. Yeah. They're mission-focused. Okay, number two. Is today's problem out of your control? Mm. Is today's problem out of your control? That's a great question. I wake up to a problem as a business owner. Okay? I wake up to a problem every day. I go to sleep to a problem. I wake up to a problem. When you're a business owner or a CEO or leader, you have to become a master problem solver. However, what was the second question? is today's problem out of my control? Because you have to be able to distinguish between, for your peace, what is out of your control and what you are in control of. My rule is to control the controllables. Control, I try to control every controllable in my life so that the uncontrollable things don't hurt as much. But whatever is uncontrollable, you have to stop yourself and say, okay, this is going to be what it's going to be. I was telling Muhammad that um, I, was, I went to go speak somewhere recently. I was told they had a setup, a and uh, there, there was no setup for you know, me to speak and everything and have you know, my presentation show. Then we go through all of this stuff, and I'm running around. I'm going to Walmart. I'm trying to get connectors and converters and stuff, and I say, you know what? This isn't my fault. Mm -hmm. It's not my fault. 
And if something goes wrong today, it's not on me. In that moment, I said, this is not controllable. So I've done every, I said, I've done everything I can. It's not on me. And that was it. Now, we ended up resolving the situation. But sometimes you have to stop and say that. This is not on me. I've done everything I can. This is out of my control for your peace. Mm -hmm. Because if you're a master problem solver, especially if you're one of those people who care, you're one of those very few people that really care about stuff and you want to do your best and get things done and solve the problems, you really take it to heart when you can't correct something. Yeah. Yeah. But you have to be okay with not being in control. Mm -hmm. So I what I is in your control is your own thoughts. That's yeah. what you're in control of. Go ahead, Muhammad. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to add, I love how you said that and how you just finished it as in uh, whatever you have control of is your own thoughts. Yes. Your feelings mm -hmm. and your actions, right? Mm -hmm. Because even though it's so true mm -hmm. that this is not your fault, right? You don't have control of that situation. You didn't even do the setup. But what do you have control of? You mm -hmm. still have your personal responsibility and you still were like, I can still control my part of it mm -hmm. to fix my issue. And then you went ahead, you find the TV, you find whatever you had to find, and then you made your presentation happen, right? Yeah. So that's the perfect example right there of personal responsibility, as in she was in that situation where not only it was uncontrollable, mm -hmm. she didn't have control over most of it that was getting messed up. Yeah. But the only control that she had mm -hmm. allowed her to make it happen. Right. I love that. That's a good example, too. Okay, here's another one, number three. What should today look like? Mm. What should today look like? I start off the day, especially when I, when I feel like I have a lot on my plate or if I feel like I have something daunting on my plate, I say, today's going to be a good day. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to be happy. This is going to be a great day. Right. I say that out loud so that I can hear it and convince myself, right? But you have to know what you want your life and the day to look like. Because once you, you, you have that picture in your mind, you move closer to the picture. You start subconsciously orchestrating things to make sure that that happens. And so whenever something comes in your way, it's almost as if, you know, those obstacles that used to stop you, you just, yeah, just like Mohammed is doing, you just dust off your shoulders, right? right? Because you've already said, today is going to be a good day. Mm -hmm. This is going to happen. That's going to happen, right? Very true. So my question is, how are you designing your day? How are you designing your life? You are the designer you're the script writer mm -hmm. of your life, right? So what is your ideal day like? Tell us what your ideal day like would be like, Mohammed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my, to be very honest, mm -hmm. this is, I have a different version of this question myself mm. that I keep asking myself all the time, right? But to, to the point that you were just saying, mm -hmm. the ideal day for me will mm -hmm. be the day Starting starting off right with the good routine. Mm. Um, some kind of sweating. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't really have to Did be... Did he say sweating? Yeah. It some doesn't kind have of sweating. It doesn't have to be one hour of uh, of the gym. It could be 20 minutes. But I love that. Yeah. Who, who thinks of that? Who says, I need, I need to have... A good day for me is having some sweating. Yeah. I love that. And you know, from to that point, too, that's the school that I come from, too, mm -hmm. as in... The success habits that I learned to become mm -hmm. successful, especially in the beginning, your morning routine yes. needs to have some kind of sweating, mm. some kind of studying. I mean, there is a sweating or studying. I love that. There is I love that. <laughs> there is a bunch That's of different good. things you can do, but wow. the, the biggest things mm -hmm. sweating, so 20 minutes workout push up, mm -hmm. whatever it is, mm -hmm. just to make sure you sweat a little bit. Yeah. That's one. Mm -hmm. And then two, 
writing your goals down, mm-hmm. reading a book, just studying something that is going to help you in your life or your work. And then the third thing is just a little bit of you. So it could be meditation. Yeah. It could be whatever works for you. Mm-hmm. For a lot of people, you know what works? Spending time with their family. Mm. Like Uncle G, part mm-hmm. of his morning routine, mm-hmm. taking the daughters, whatever he's doing, he's yeah. doing that with the daughters. Yes. And and I do the same thing, too, uh, with my family every day. And I make sure that they are well aware that I'm doing that on purpose and that I... I but you have to protect that also. Mm-hmm. That's something that you have to protect. What that means is you're going to make a lot of people upset. When people can't interrupt your gym to vent, your gym time, when people can't interrupt your study time mm-hmm. and your family time, and you're not jumping at their beckoning call, they're going to have a problem with that. Yep. And you're going to have to fight against misinterpretations, uh, letting people down because you're living a purposeful life. Okay? If you live like most people live, you will be unbalanced and ineffective. So in order to make sure that you you are balanced and effective, you need to learn how to protect those things that keep you balanced. Mm-hmm. Okay? So here's number four. Number four is... Are you accomplishing something important today? Are you accomplishing something important today? Because Truman says it's amazing how much you can accomplish when you don't care who gets the credit. So you have to decide, am I going to be impactful or am I going to look for credit? That's a good question for the CEOs. What you yes. Said. Where you don't care about getting credit because mm-hmm. that comes back to delegating, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's <laughs> yeah, I'm a master delegator, okay? That's the true. only thing people can credit me with is being a good strategist and good at leading. Mm. I let most of the work be done by the people who I know can do it, mm-hmm. right? So they get the credit for that, right? So the reason why that's important is because I have to admit, I was like this, Muhammad. I was the type of person that wanted the credit. I wanted to be seen and heard. (laughs) 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 And people may think that I'm doing that today, but actually there's there's a lot more purpose behind why I do things the way that I do them today. But in the past, I was all about the credit, okay, because I had something to prove. But guess what? You can't be that impactful if you're always wondering who's looking. Who's looking at me? Who's giving me an award? You know, there's a lot of things. I always say there's a lot of things that I've done that people do not know on purpose. And if you don't see me getting any awards, it's not because I'm not doing things. It's because I'm not letting people know. And I'm not seeking to get awards. You know, a lot of these people that get awards and get in magazines and stuff like that, you, you know they're paying for that, right? <laughs> to be nominated, you pay for that. Man. I refuse to pay to be nominated for an award. And I refuse to pay to get a feature in a magazine. They approach me. I don't want, I'm not going to pay... 250 bucks, 350 bucks that could have been spent on uh, an important tool my company needs and things that we need and in, in paying people to for a vanity page so I can say, oh, look at me. Look what I did. <laughs> I am on some magazines, but that's because people put me there because they wanted to. I did not pay for that. So, um, yeah, yeah, you have to. Are you going to be impactful? Mohammed, what are you saying? Yeah, I I do agree. I just have a little different take on the pay for it, though. <laughs> because I am with you 100%. Mm-hmm. I will only say whatever you have to pay for, if it's to be featured or if mm-hmm. it's to get seen, mm-hmm. at least in my opinion, you <coughs> got to be you got to make sure that it's going to be valuable enough mm. for you 
and it's not only for the show off, like you were saying, right? For example, I will pay to get into a program with maybe Uncle G or somebody else, for example, where I would get the cosign, like mm -hmm. Matt, I get a feature on the... No, man, th that's not what I'm talking about, Mohammed. Yeah, that's I'm talking about those people who literally pay to get an award. Oh, we've won best marketers of the year because you pay for the award. Yeah. To I be mean, able to say that. Yeah. Like, that's crazy to me. That defeats the purpose to me. That's different, right? Yeah, that's that, completely different. And that's why I'm saying, because the people that do it like that are the ones that really want to be seen and everything, yeah. right? That's what I'm saying. If you want to do it like that, you can do it with somebody where you have way more value yeah. than just <coughs> the scene. Let me see. But the yeah. reason is, that's what they want, right? They want the cover page. Yeah. They want all Let of that. Let me tell you, th this, um, this some entity somewhere messaged us, they emailed us talking about um, um, basically paying to be, to get the award for best business. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, at, f at first I was feeling good because I, I read the preview of the email and I'm like, oh, we're getting nominated for a best business somewhere. <laughs> but <laughs> I was like, well, it's kind of skeptical because nobody knows who I am. <laughs> and, then, and then I look into it a little bit more and I'm like, oh, they just, these companies are paying to be best business by, based on this review. Mm -hmm. Well. And, on, and also, the thing is, that's a good <coughs> thing that you're saying because the companies that create these awards mm -hmm. are also, it's like a whole shady that's industry, true. right? Because they are the ones yeah. putting these people into this situation because they, yeah. they don't have no business giving you awards. They're probably not even legit like that. Yeah, they're not. They're right. absolutely not. So they're also part of that problem because they take advantage of that person that wants to be seen but it's not really legit yet like that. Yes. So yes, absolutely. But once the scene, it legit. Yeah. Here's number five. Who are you? Very simple question. Who are you? Now, you that's, may say that's, that's you know. That's a daily one. I, 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 um, one of my coaches said, every adult should be able to say what they stand for in one sentence. Okay. If you don't know who you are, here's the second question to help you. Who are you for? Who are you for? Who are you fighting for? Yeah, that is a clue to who you are. Mm, I was about to ask, do you mean the people? Mm -hmm. or is it, can it be like a people? It could be a, a people or a cause. Mm -hmm. Who are you for? Or are you just for yourself? And if you're just for yourself, what does that make you? Mm -hmm. Right? This is why, you know, I told, my, I told uh, the team the other day, there is no LeBeau without you. You are the drivers of my vision. I'm on your side, always. So my team is who I fight for. And so if I have to go face-to-face -face or go back and forth with the customer, I'm going to protect my people when they need to be protected. If they're wrong, they're wrong. But if they're right... I'm definitely not going to shut them down for money. Yeah. I'm going to fire the client. If they ever lie on one of my people, that's it. Right? Who are you for? That will tell you who you are. Did you have something on that? Money? No, that's, that's mm -hmm. a very, very good question. And <laughs> this, is a, this is a daily one, too, because it really helps especially when you, just like you were saying, when you start drifting mm -hmm. or when you start, it's so important as in having that crystallized so that you don't worry too much about what everybody else is thinking. Yeah. You don't really feel like you have to be on the magazine mm -hmm. so that everybody knows that you're legit because in your mind and in your heart, you already know who you are and you already know that you're legit. Mm -hmm. So this right here, this is an everyday question for you, CEO or wherever you are. Mm -hmm. Number six, since I said I, I wake up to a problem, 
What are you not seeing? What, what are you not seeing? What are you not seeing? The, are you saying seeing? Seeing. Okay. What are you not seeing? Okay. Mm-hmm. What are you missing because you're worrying, because you're afraid, because of the problem? Mm-hmm. What are you not seeing? Right? Thinking about gratitude and thinking about the big picture here. That's what I'm talking about. Don't miss the big picture because you're worrying about a little problem, especially a problem that's out of your control or doesn't really matter. Sometimes you just have to stop yourself and say, does this matter? Does this really matter? Because we get to resize every problem. A problem comes to me, I get to decide how big it is. I can decide that it's this big or this big. Mm-hmm. Depending on the person, we resize problem. Perception. Perception is everything. Mm-hmm. Number seven, are you doing your job? Mm-hmm. Are you doing your job as a leader? Are you doing your job? If you're not doing your job, why not? Why aren't you doing your job? Why aren't you doing your job well? Okay. What is your job in this moment right now? Today, what is your job? Who are you supposed to be? The problem is a lot of people are focusing on other people's jobs. Well, they didn't do their job. They're going to do all this to me. I ain't going to do my job. (laughs) That's the problem. You're so worried about what somebody else didn't do that you're not going to perform and be in the same boat as they are mm-hmm. and, and, do what you, and, and have an attitude about it and have this righteous indignation. Because um, for some people, if somebody doesn't do their job, that's their excuse for not doing their job. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. But what is your job? Because guess what? At the end of the day, you have to reap what you sow. Somehow, some way. I don't want to reap that. I don't cut corners because I don't want people cutting corners on me. So when I go out to a job or work with a client and I'm not really enthused about it, I still have to do my best because I don't want anybody doing that to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Number eight, what is actually important to you? What is actually, and all of these questions you can ask somebody you want to marry, right, or thinking about. Oh, yeah. What is actually important to you? How can you put something first if you don't know that it's important? Mm-hmm. So what is actually important to you? Let's say today, what is actually important to you? Ask yourself that, and then make sure you're making it first. Right? Mm-hmm. Know what your path is and stop focusing on other people's paths. Because we're thinking about what somebody who did something wrong to us and they cross our path in life. We cross paths with somebody who's not right. Okay? And then we focus on them. We follow, follow, follow what they're doing. Focus on your own path. That's enough for you to focus on. That's way too much to focus on. Way too much to focus on. <laughs> like it's way too much to focus on. You even get crazy sometimes. Mm-hmm. But <coughs> I agree with that 100%. And I just wanted to add something to when you were talking about perception. Mm-hmm. There is one thing that I love to do. And coming back to the, it's a very similar thing. Mm-hmm. How would Uncle G behave in this situation? Mm. What would Uncle G do? How would Bob (laughs) behave in this situation? Uh How would, a lot of times I'll say, how would Kobe Mm. behave in this situation? Mm -hmm. How would Jordan behave in this situation? Mm. So the point is to help you switching your perception a little bit. Whenever you have all of these problems, all of these issues, that person that you admire or that you want to be like, how would that person react in that situation? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, I'll just snap out of it because since that's what I want to become, mm-hmm. I start behaving like them. Yeah, I love that. That's something we used to use in hypnotherapy back in the day. Mm-hmm. Whenever we would have somebody who 
would have some type of issue and, uh, you know, they wanted to overcome it. Let's say it's anxiety or mm -hmm. stage fright or something like that. We would have them imagine somebody that they really look up to yeah. and say, what, would this, what is this person saying to you right now? And they say something that's already inside of them. Mm -hmm. We're just making, pushing that strength Bring forward so that the anxiety can take a back seat and listen to the strength. Yeah. Say, you can do this. You're better than this. This is no big deal. Mm -hmm. You got this, mm -hmm. right? Okay. Yep. Yeah. It's just meant to, it's, it's just a, a process. Yeah, it is mm -hmm. practice. Number nine, who am I doing this for? Mm -hmm. Who am I doing this for? This is a question that I remind myself of whenever I feel down. And I'm telling you, if you ever want to go through an emotional roller coaster, become a marketer. <laughs> become a marketer because it's a mix between things you love and difficult customers and deadlines and creativity and innovation and criticism. And it's just a, a big ball of that. And so you never know what you're going to get when you wake up. You know, it's like a box of chocolate. <laughs> you never know what you're going to get when you're a marketer. You don't, you don't know if you're going to wake up to a happy customer or an angry customer. You don't know if you're going to wake up to this looks great versus I need this changed. <laughs> right? Am I right? Okay. Oh, yeah. So Marketing, sales, customer service. Yeah, anything like that. That's exactly the... The daily work, just like you said, you never really know what's going to happen. Yeah, but I remind myself of my sense of responsibility. If I give up, then I'm letting tons of people down. Mm -hmm. I'm letting the customers down, the team down, my family down. So I, I can't give up, right? Yeah. So. And before you go into mm -hmm. the next, to your point, mm -hmm. this is going to be a good soundbite right there because that question right there, who am I doing this for? Mm. Even way before I was on, oh, I don't think I'm on the, even way before I was uh -huh. on the, all of this mindset study and discovery, mm -hmm. that was the question I was holding on to. Oh, really? Since high school. Mm. Everything that was hard, this was always what I would go back to. Who mm -hmm. am I doing this for? Who mm. am I doing this for? Especially in the beginning when I moved, I was in Turkey first. And then I moved to the U.S. That was my thing right there. And why? Because my mom drilled this in my head. Mm -hmm. Every time she would call, she always say, never forget where you come from. Never forget who you're doing this for. Wow. It was always powerful. these two things she was telling me. And wow. I literally hold on to that mm -hmm. all the time. I remember I was even dating this girl when I moved to Nebraska. He's gay. <laughs> <laughs> and then this girl. she was having mm -hmm. some some stuff at some point and i remember telling her that and she was like wow that really helps thank yeah. you and i wasn't even doing all of this back mm -hmm. then but that question right there that's power yeah that is power so do you know who your audience is do you know your customers who who's your tribe right that will help to remind you who you're doing this for. You got to know those people. Number 10, does this problem truly matter? Does this problem truly matter? When you wake up to a problem, ask yourself, is this really important? If it's not, stop focusing on unimportant things so that you can focus on the important things better. Right, because if your mind is preoccupied on unimportant things, then it is draining your energy, your innovation, and creativity in the things that are important, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. True that. Number 11. We're almost done. Number 11. How are you doing, how are you going to use this day? How are you going to use this day? day okay what will you have to show for this day what will you have to show for your life is 
life short or are we wasting life? Is life short or are we wasting our lives? Because a lot of people say that life is short. And especially when you have kids, you see how short life really is. Um, but when you, when you waste your life, and, and who can really determine it whether somebody is wasting their life? But um, when you waste time, life is really, really short. I like to accelerate life, accelerate life by doing as much as I possibly can as fast as I can, right? But last night I was going, I was, uh, I was like, first of all, I'm telling you, yesterday I didn't know what I was gonna talk about today. Mm. I had no idea. So I, what people don't know is I, I just go back to my old teachings and I pick through them and I say, oh, what can I use today? So I went through my old emails and I was listening to myself and I was like, wow, I talk the same. <laughs> <laughs> I talk the same, I talk the same. And then I was like, hmm, this is good. Um, but then I was like, I was having flashbacks while I was listening to all this stuff. Oh, mm -hmm. I remember when I spoke here. Oh, I remember when I did that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. I came a long way. And then when I was thinking about it, I was, I was thinking to myself, hmm, now I look back on that and it's pretty lame. Like I look at it and I was like, wow, I thought that was so cool. But actually it's a little bit lame. Now, maybe you don't think so, but all of that stuff was necessary. Right. I needed to speak to elementary kids, to junior high kids, to high school kids, then to college kids, so I could speak to the entrepreneurs, mm. so I can talk to the CEOs. I graduated, you get what I mean? I see. So the point is, um, Make sure that you're using your day to drive forward your vision, your ultimate vision, mm -hmm. right? So that you're not wasting your life and wasting time. What do you have on that, Muhammad? Oh, yeah, I agree. As in, and it's so critical, <laughs> even if you read this book, Compound Effect, this mm -hmm. guy, Darren Hardy, mm -hmm. he compiled, I mean, it's, it was, I believe he still is, the editor of the Success Magazine. Mm -hmm. So he's been interviewing successful people pretty much all his life. And then he put together this book with all of the best strategies from each of them. Mm -hmm. And the biggest thing is that compound effect. And a big part of that that I always remember is the decisions that you make every day. Yeah. How are you using your time, just mm -hmm. like you said. And the more you can make the right decisions throughout the day, managing your activities, activities effectively, mm -hmm. then eventually you won't have a wasted life because you did all you had to do and you did all you could as fast as you could. Yeah, yeah. My, uh, my philosophy is do everything that you can while you can as soon as you can because you don't know how many obstacles are ahead of you mm -hmm. that's remember, going to delay you. And remember, always, always remember, this is my biggest reminder right here. Mm -hmm. One of the greatest people on this planet mm -hmm. that accomplished probably all the level of greatness that we all want to accomplish, that person is dead. Mm. And that's Kobe. Mm. Like literally, Kobe is the peak of whatever somebody wants to accomplish. And funny enough, one of his investments into Body Armor, mm -hmm. that company, mm -hmm. that got bought by Coca-Cola a few days ago. Mm -hmm. So now his family just got a $400 million in the bank. Now, think uh, just, just to dive a little bit deep on what you just said, because mm -hmm. you said something powerful. Mm -hmm. it's, it's not even about Kobe, though. It's not about the, Kobe, The, the exactly. fact that you said <laughs> that even the person who has achieved more than anybody else is dead. Exactly. That's the that's the point. We're all going to the same place, mm -hmm. right? So the issue is what are you going to leave behind? You don't have, I say this all the time, you don't have as much time as you think. I agree. And what he's saying is that Kobe set up his family to reap benefits of his his toil and his investments and his strategy and his mind. Think about that. Think about the purpose in that. 
are you doing things now that if even if you die today will still bless your family after mm. you're gone? Mm. That's what it's about. Yes. That's what it's about. That's that's that is exact, exactly what it's about. That's what it's about. Okay, before I get to the final uh, point, Mohammed, tell us about Forever Graphics. Forever Graphics. So Forever Graphics is like a social amethyst cousin. Oh, I don't know if I, <laughs> I, like I, I, don't know if I should I like say it. sister. I think cousin sister is Sister or cousin, that's cousin, fine. Yeah. <laughs> so Forever Graphics is like a social amethyst cousin. And Forever Graphics is really a graphic design company. Uh, so what they really help you with, they provide unlimited graphic design. So all any type of graphic design that you need, whether it's a logo, whether it's social media posts, whether it's, um, I don't know, illustrations, book mm -hmm. covers, mm -hmm. cartoon posts, pretty much any kind of graphic design that you can imagine, whether it's for your business, especially if you're a business owner, um, solo entrepreneur, just getting started, especially content creator. Because for me, Forever Graphics is really a killer because they do all my posts. I don't have to worry about it. I just take them and go post them, right? Mm -hmm. So even if you're a content creator, uh, business owner, marketing agencies, or anybody that would like to have designs for mm -hmm. its company mm -hmm. or its clients, mm -hmm. forevergraphics.com, go check that out, forevergraphics.com. Boom, boom. Yep, that is true. All right, perfect. All right, so if you've been listening this whole time or you're just now joining in, joining in what we're talking about is 12 questions CEOs must ask themselves daily, right? So we're down to our 12th question. There's so many questions to ask, but I just have 12 questions today. So I'm surprised you just had 12 instead of 101. <laughs> yeah, instead of 101. Yeah, I didn't feel like having a series. Actually, maybe, you know, the thing is, if even if you want to do that 101, it mm -hmm. might just be you just saying the question after question after question. That way you can have it. You think I could say the questions without <laughs> expounding on them? No, I'm just thinking of how sometimes you see these YouTube videos. They'll yeah. just go through the whole thing just me, for the purpose of going through the whole thing. These people can't handle that. When I, I, I have a TikTok and I would ask questions on it sometimes, mm -hmm. one question, even if I expound on it, a ton of misinterpretation. Oh, yeah, of course. And I'm just like, uh, you know, you're hearing with, with your fears and not with your ears. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I can do that, but I would get all kinds of, is she saying this? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why I got off of it. Especially for somebody like you, mm. even if you do that one-on-one video into one take, you still need to make a series and all of that. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, number 12, as we close. <laughs> Is this who I want to be? Mm. Is this who I want to be? You mean this the person yes. that I am right now? Yeah. Is this who mm. I want to be? The person you're being today, mm. is this who you want to be? Okay. Are you doing, back to what you are saying about Kobe and all these different people who live in your mind, mm -hmm. are you doing something the future you would want you to do? Mm -hmm. Even my dad, a lot of times I'll take the example of my dad. I'll be like, especially in the mornings when I don't want to wake up and it's too hard and I want to sleep, mm -hmm. I'll always, always, always remember mm. how my dad, I've seen him waking up every day of my life, mm -hmm. go to work, whether he wanted or not. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, when I was younger, I didn't really realize because you don't really know what's up. You feel like your parents are hyped <laughs> to go to work. Oh my but gosh. a lot of times they do not want to go. And he still does it today. He's not retired yet. Mm -hmm. So he still wakes up every morning. And my brother was home not too long ago. And we we're talking about that too. He was like, do you know that he's still hustling like he was 10 years ago, nonstop. Wow. So that's always what I remember as well, to your point. As in, my dad is waking up at 
60 something to go to work. Why the hell am I in bed right now? Wow, that's powerful. That is powerful. Okay. Yeah, that's very true. I wish I, I'm 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 pretty sure a lot of people wish that like Gen Zers had that mindset. My dad is waking up at 6 a.m. and he's 60 years old. <laughs> what am I doing laying in the bed? But um, we don't know. Okay, number 12. As we close. Mm -hmm. Is this who I want to be? Does your behavior match your beliefs? Mm. Are you, are you, I got another one for that. Mm. Are you walking like you're talking? 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 Because that's really what you just said, right? Yeah. Are you walking like you're talking? Because um, when we think about our future selves, we always envision that we are better sometime in the future, right? Sometimes that's true. But um, would your future self thank you for what you're doing right now? That's something that I used to think to myself whenever I was, you know, trying to get my health together and all that. Would the future me thank me for doing what I'm doing, right? So it's all about making sure you're staying on track. What's the purpose of all these questions? To help you stay on track. Nobody can stay on track forever. I was told that the key is to notice when you are off track and quickly get back on. Mm -hmm. And that the difference in people is how quickly they can get back on track. Mm -hmm. That's very true. And it's even harder because it's almost impossible for you not to drift. Mm -hmm. But whenever you do drift, mm -hmm. how fast do you get back on track? Whenever you fall, mm -hmm. how fast do you get back up? Yeah. Right. It, yeah. I agree with that 1,000%. And, um, yeah, because it, even the people that you admire the most in life don't always, they're not always on track. Oh, no, 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 they're not. They do exactly what you just said. Mm -hmm. And that's a very good example because I realized that when I started hanging out with successful people mm -hmm. and people that have a lot of money, mm -hmm. I was like, these guys are not perfect. No. They absolutely not perfect. Like, right. a lot of them didn't even finish college. Yeah. Like, damn, I have all of these <laughs> degrees. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. I have all of these degrees. And so and they do exactly what you said. They not only surround themselves with the best mm -hmm. so that their business can go fast, mm -hmm. they keep learning, and then they bounce back as fast as they can. And this is the purpose of all the questions. You know, there's, there's people I, I can't identify, but, you know, there's people in life who go their whole lives without asking themselves important questions. Um, I don't know how to live like that. I don't remember living like that. Um, I feel like I've been asking myself questions as, as early as I could think. Mm -hmm. uh, I think the first question I ever asked myself was, and, and I remember this because I'm, it, most people don't remember or don't know or don't accept that I am on the autism spectrum. Mm -hmm. Because of that, I have a, I have one of my gifts is that I have an extreme memory. And one of my first earliest thoughts was, Extreme as in you remember a lot? I can remember before I could talk. I can remember. I can remember pretty much everything in my childhood. Mm. I did have a traumatic childhood, but then I also can remember a lot. Um, and I remember thinking one of my first thoughts was, why am I here? Man, it's so funny. I used to have these thoughts too as a kid, mm -hmm. literally. And you know how when you meditate, when you close your eyes and sometimes they'll tell you to roll them up. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. When you close your eyes and then you roll them up like the black thing kind of goes to the top mm -hmm. and you start getting dizzy a little mm -hmm. bit. Mm -hmm. And that's a meditation practice to get into this alpha state mm -hmm. so that you can... 
download the information faster and especially having it go deep into your subconscious mm -hmm. mind. Mm -hmm. So when I was a kid, I used to close my eyes. And you know when you close your eyes, you see all of these lights. Mm -hmm. So I'll roll them up and then I'll start getting into this dizzy state and mm -hmm. then I'll get scared. Yeah. I'll get scared. I'll be like, oh, what's going on? I'm going to die. <laughs> while I was doing that, uh -huh. I was asking myself these questions. Who am I? Yeah. Why am I here? Yeah. Especially that particular one. It's really funny how we have the same thing. Mm -hmm. I remember the moment I asked myself that question. I was sitting at on the windowsill mm. in the projects, in the 10th Ward projects, if you know where that is, in New Orleans. Mm -hmm. There, I remember there was gunshots every night. We used to keep the door, the window open because it was hot in the house and there was no air conditioning. Mm -hmm. And I sat on the windowsill in the cool of the night. I didn't have any clothes on. I had just a pamper, pamper a diaper. I was still in diapers. <laughs> pamper diapers, yeah. That's, I know that's hard for people to believe, but I remember things I shouldn't. And I looked into uh, the sky. I, right now. Mm -hmm. I looked into the sky into the moon, and I said, why am I here? Because at that time, and a lot of my family members don't like me to talk about it, there was a lot of suffering. There was a lot of suffering and a lot of... In the, in the family? There was a lot of suffering and poverty. It was very, very bad. Mm. And in that extreme poverty, I, even as a child, could understand that this isn't right. Something's wrong. Why am I here? Why? That is what my young brain can remember asking myself that. Mm -hmm. And I still remember that to this day. And that is one of the things that I think on whenever I think about living a purposeful life. Mm -hmm. Right? Because all of that stuff was on purpose. There's a reason why we're drawn to certain people. A reason why we're called and we attract certain people. The types of people that I attract is all synced with who I was and who I, what I came from, mm -hmm. the background I came from. And so uh, for a long time I asked myself that question. Why me? Why did I have to be born into this? Right, right. Why into this Why thing? Why into this? Why not into the harder thing? Yeah. <laughs> and I asked myself that question for yeah, a long time. I feel you for that. But see, now I know, and I'm known for a good, you know, a good, good long decade, mm -hmm. that that was important for me to go through. Because how can I reach people from that? If you never experienced it. If I never it. experienced it. I would not know firsthand where they're coming from. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, I hope that these questions um, open your eyes, open your minds, help you understand why it's so important to ask yourself these questions. Share them with your friends. Make sure you check us out on Anchor. We have tons of content like this. And Spotify. On Anchor and Spotify. And... Um, yeah, we're we're happy we're happy to answer any questions. You could submit stories and questions to us. Mm -hmm. Mohammed, do you have anything before we go? Yeah, I just wanted to add just um this was actually a great episode. So whenever you guys listen to this, make sure to subscribe to the podcast on Spotify and leave an honest review too. Um just leave a review how you feel about the content and right. how you like it, and just like uh, she was saying, if you have any questions, you can reach out to us in the comments, or you can send an email to admin at labo.io. <laughs> send an email to admin at labo.io, or put in the comment down below. <laughs> I was trying to yeah. do it too, Kevin. Um, That's good. And if you want to learn more about what Mohammed and I do, go to labo.io, and you can see, um, you know, who we are and what what our business is and and why we value leadership so much. Okay, well, yep. guys, 
have a great day, and uh, hopefully I'll have an intro for you guys next time. Bye. Thank you. All right. See you guys. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye.